Welcome to uh, Dancing Queen, a recap of the Alyssa Edwards Netflix show of the same name. My name is Joe Batance, and uh, I am joined by my pal, Sir Fetch. Hello, Sir Fetch. Hello, everybody, and Mr. Batance. Hello, yes. The only people that call me Mr. Batance are my parents. Not what even mean? your students? <laughs> no, they call me Joe. What do you funny my parents call me <laughs> Mr. Batance? They're in East LA. They say, hey, yo, mister. Uh, yeah, they go, teacher, teacher. <laughs> How are you doing on this lovely, um, what is it, a Monday? It is a Monday night. We What we are recapping tonight, we're recapping the first two episodes, episodes one and two of the show Dancing Queen, uh, available on Netflix. So if you have Netflix, and by the way, who doesn't have Netflix? Um, you are missing out on this show, uh, or are, well, maybe not. We don't know, but we'll, we'll get there. But Sir Fetch, how have you been? Let, let's explain to everyone who Sir Fetch is. Sir Fetch is uh, a longtime listener of RuPaul's Drag Race Recap, but we've had him on the show. If you, if you haven't heard Sir Fetch's voice before, we've had him on the sh- on the on the show multiple times. Usually on the, the Rumor Mill. He also did a special show that I think very few people heard for Pride Forty Eight called "We're Skinny." We're skinny. Yeah, where we talked about. Uh, Fast food and porn. Food and porn. Yeah, it was, it was fabulous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now, but now I have you here recapping. Uh, it, it was supposed to be uh, resident show twunk Evan Ayers, but uh, she texted me this morning that she's just way too busy. Mm, it's so, her new job. Yeah. Anyway, how have you been, Sir Fetch? You know, I, I don't know if people heard this on a, on, a, on a recent. Oh no, no, this was a private phone call. I found out that you are a masseuse in training, a masseur, right? A ma- you're a masseur in training, correct? You're male. Do you prefer uh, which, which, which pronoun? Which pronoun do you prefer, like masseuse or masseur? Well, they. Well, I've already finished school, actually. But oh, you have. The, yeah, they say the correct term is um, it's supposed to be massage therapist because oh, okay. because I guess um, masseur is too sexual. Oh, it is. I, that's what I'm guessing. I was like, how is that too sexual? But, you know. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, um, I'm a massage therapist. I've already been a massage therapist for, like, three years already. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. Oh, so you're not in school. Why? Did, for some reason, I thought you were in school. Oh, no. I was. I, I have a full-time job of oh. just massaging. So you them. know all the different massages. Right? Yes. What is the different? Okay. What is what is the standard traditional massage? I'm really actually genuinely curious about this. What is the general standard? You're gonna go and get a massage. You just, I just want the standard massage. What is that called? It's called a Swedish massage. So oh, that, that's the Swedish, Swedish massage. It's like it's very relaxing. It's soft. It's not too much deep pressure. It's um, it's to get you to go to sleep to get you relaxed. Hmm. And that's what, and since I work in a spa, that's what I mostly do all the time. It's okay. just relaxing okay. and, you know, getting everybody to fall asleep. Have you ever had someone yeah. fall asleep on you? Yeah. Fall asleep, fart. Oh, really? Are they, yeah. Because you know white people just fucking fart. They don't care. <laughs> have, have, has, like, has that been your experience? Well, they say, okay, so in massage school, they say if somebody farts, take that as a compliment because that means that their body is relaxed and that they are entering um, REM sleep where uh-huh. they just can't control anything. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I take that as compliments, but I also take tips, too. Now, yeah. how often, what percentage of the time would you say when men turn around, and I'm not saying in a sexual way, do they just have an erection? A lot. Oh, really? 
Yeah. What is blood flow? Yeah, it, yeah, it, it's yeah. like a really like uh, it's it's scientifical, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're 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 moving blood throughout the body, and then sometimes it just goes to a certain place. Couldn't you make the argument though that doing the happy ending is a part of being the is a part of the massage? I'm not saying that I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying, couldn't one make a valid argument that actually? Um, Giving a hand job to release is another form of massage. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, a dollar's a dollar. <laughs> I mean, like, if somebody was just like you know, and they were good looking, I would be like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, you know. Has anyone propositioned you? Yeah, but they were ugly. Oh, really? I had to ask them to leave my table. <gasps> I had to kick them out. Them. You kicked them out? Yeah. And that's because I was like a, a fresh young. I had I had barely got my massage license. I was freshly young, and I was just like, "Oh no!" Okay. So I was like, yeah. "I was like, I got I spent like thirteen thousand dollars to get this license." Oh, you so. spent that much? Now let me ask you this question. Sometimes you know, often in gay porn, you see people giving <laughs> massages as a as a lead into like the sex. Are you always that's, laughing at how bad it is? That's what I search up. Honestly, no. Do you really? Yeah. But I was then, just like, why not? Has anybody? Have you ever seen one where they actually do give an actual accurate massage? Yeah, I have actually, and I was like, "Wow, that's a that's a pretty good technique." Oh, really? So you've noticed you've you you actually critiqued and go like, "Wow!" But it, but there's there somewhere you're like that person's doing literally nothing. Yes, like there's sometimes like where the massage therapist is fully dressed, and then like the person gets on the table, and then they start taking off their clothes. I'm like, "What? What are you doing?" And then they put oil on themselves. <laughs> I'm like that doesn't that doesn't go and then I'm like such like a neat freak because you have your draping like you know the, the bed sheets of the mm-hmm. table so like the oils or stuff doesn't get on it mm-hmm. and ruin the table and it's getting all over the table I'm like I'm cringing I was like oh my god that's gonna be so hard to get off oh my god that's crazy okay now Sir Fetch let's actually get now to Dancing Queen the Alyssa Edwards Netflix show yes before we say anything about it. I want your initial impression of the show, your thoughts. Give me, like, you know, kind of like we do on Recap. Why don't you give me two things you liked about the episodes you watched? Because we're, we're just, we, what's the recap once again? We're doing episodes one and two on this particular podcast episode. So for these first two episodes, what are, like, two things you liked and one thing you didn't? Okay, the one thing I liked is that you can tell Justin, I'm using Justin as Alyssa's name because when he's in, um, his dance studio, he's really he's really dedicated. Mm-hmm. You can tell he really cares that this is like his job. Yeah. And um that he takes his job really seriously. Mm-hmm. And um another thing I like is that um what is another thing? I'm gonna go with something I don't like. Alright, go ahead. Okay. It's too long. Yeah, it should be a half hour show. It's You're right. too long because there's always so much Alyssa that you can take. Yeah. Because right. like in in Drag Race, yeah, it was an it was an hour, but it was it was she, Alyssa was diluted with the other personalities of the mm-hmm. queens. You're right, and you're right. What you also what you, you know you're making a good point is that um, you don't. <sighs> it's funny seeing Alyssa interact with other. Oh, this is going to get into deep shit here. It's funny seeing Alyssa interact with other people. But the problem is, in this show, Alyssa is the star, and so everyone defers to her. No one pushes back. Does that make sense? Yeah. 
Yeah, because she's the head honcho. Yeah, she's the head honcho. As Justin, she's the head honcho at the dance studio. But as the drag queen, whenever she's out and whenever they showed Alyssa out in public as, as Alyssa, she's Alyssa Edwards, and everyone just defers to her and cheers for whenever she walks in. But there's no yeah. Coco pushing back. There's no. Um, uh, there's no Fifi. There's no Fifi. You know, Fifi. I tried to. There's nothing because those queens. They just see her as Alyssa Edwards because they're also just yeah. as famous, you know? Did you see, like, I know I'm getting off topic, but you said that um, they cheer for Alyssa. Did you see when she was, like, in that South American country where it oh, was yeah. a packed theater and they were all chanting her name? I'm, I'm, I'm assuming it's Brazil because I know in Brazil they go crazy for RuPaul's Drag Race. They do because I come to Brazil. Like, hello, yeah. like, like, Jesus Christ, it's like... If they were to retire and move to Brazil, they would be set. Mm-hmm. They would be set. So, okay, so let's actually, I'm going to break down the show a little bit here. And But before we so before we do anything, let's just get it out of the way, because everyone brings this up. You and I have brought this up. Let's talk about it now. Let's talk about the crazy-ass fucking filter they have <laughs> on this show. It's distracting. It is distracting. Do you know what, do you know what I did? I paused it. I got my glasses cleaner and I cleaned my glasses because I was like, holy shit, my glasses are so smudgy. Everything's so blurry. Yeah. But it's not consistent. Like, whenever she's not on screen or if it's not a confessional, that doesn't have the blur. It's only when she's on screen or when they go into a confessional with the other moms or the kids or something like that. Yeah. And sometimes they do it on some of the dancers. And there's this one dancer in particularly. Mm -hmm. I don't know her name, but she has really really like kind of like platinum hair mm-hmm. so when the uh, when the filter is is on her and she's a very pale girl it looks like she has no hairline i think you're kind of talking about kiana the yes. 16 year old girl yeah 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 so what's funny is that filter is out of control it's it's too crazy and it's distracting it's like really it's- really distracting terrible and i don't know who they think they're trying to fool it's so it's distracting um the other thing uh, is there anything i like about the show um because you said it's too long but you like that you get to see the real justin uh so i what something i like about the show you know i've only seen the first two episodes so far but once i wasn't necessarily let me rephrase i was a bigger fan of the second episode than i was of the first episode yeah i i see that because the first episode was introducing to you it's like it's um giving you all these plot points that's going to happen throughout the whole season and the second episode is the actual first chapter mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. so uh i'm gonna close the chat room because it's distracting me um all right so okay so let's get actually into the episode first let's meet the characters first we have justin Dwayne lee johnson that's also known as Alyssa edwards uh who is the founder of beyond belief dance studios okay when we first see justin it's like she's just being very justin okay then we meet so we're, we're gonna obviously since the show centers around justin slash Alyssa, and if you're listening to this, you already know who she is. But let's get on. What about Don? That's the Beyond Belief manager, his assistant. Seems to be sort of all-around be- best friend, at least on the show so far. Any thoughts on this, Sir Fetch? On her, when we first meet um, her? She just seems like a, a typical Southern like girl that just has a, a, a gay friend. You know what I mean? Because... Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know for the uh, second episode. I don't know. They go house hunting. Yeah, no, 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 no. Right now we're just dealing with episode one. Oh, 
But just okay. but what's initial thoughts on Dawn, the Beyond Belief manager? Um, she's nice. I like her. Okay. She's just she's always just running around. All right, next we meet Celeste. She's one of the dance instructors, and they don't say this directly, but I think she's Dawn's daughter. Oh, okay. Okay, so she's a former student, and then this is the part that's weird. She's currently at the Boston Conservatory, but she flies home every weekend. Every, yep. To work at Beyond Belief? I mean, how much could they be paying her? I think she flies in every weekend while they're filming the show. There's no way yeah. she's filming. She's flying in 52 weeks out of the year. No, maybe how many weeks are you in school? Like 30 weeks out of the year. I don't think she's yeah. flying. That'd be really fucking expensive. Was like one of the um, to be part of this dance company. Is it required not to have a chin? <laughs> yeah, there were, when, there were a lot of kids with when chins. They did, when they did the side profile of Celeste, I was like, oh god, like. That's yeah. Alyssa. Oh, that's right. Because Alyssa doesn't really have a chin. She has that strong overbite. Yeah. There yeah. Must be, there I was just be... like, oh, God. Like, she's just, like, making a whole factory of herself. Yeah. I think there's a lot of uh, a strong uh, uh, inbreeding thing going on there in Texas. <laughs> Next, we meet Kelly. Now, Kelly is Ainsley's mom. Uh, Ainsley is, like, the little, if you remember, she's, like, the little perfect little, like, almost, like, JonBenet Ramsey girl. Yeah. And she wins all the trophies. And the, and the mom is, like, that very, can I talk to the manager? Type mom? Yeah. You oh, know that God. bitch is talking to managers all the fucking time. Everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. She just walks in. She probably just walks in. She's never been to the place and she goes, Can I talk to the manager? Let's just let's just <laughs> cut to the chase. I'm gonna ask yeah. for the manager. The manager must see her walk in and go like, Oh God. My God, this bitch. Yeah. All right, next She just we- looks oh sorry. No, no, go ahead. She just looks very like like. Listen, this is my thing about dance moms. Like all of them, I don't like them. Um, I don't like dance moms. Well, look, she's the quintessential dance mom, and also the quintessential dance mom. We meet Angie with a J, by the way, who oh, is Kiana and Leah's mom. And the names are. I had to like pause to see how they, this woman <laughs> spells their names. Leah is not spelled any way that I'm not going to even get into it. But Leah is not Ooh. spelled any way that you would think it'd be spelled. She's Kiana. Kiana becomes a big part of episode two, so we'll get to her. But, Ki- yeah. but Kiana's like the really blonde girl who's also, I don't know if her chin is weak, but is a very awkward. She looks <laughs> like someone, and this is going to sound really shady. She could be like in The Conjuring as like a ghost, and they wouldn't have to do much have to, to do her. Special effects. They would just be like, oh, just put some dark bags around your eyes and get her on set. Yeah, there was something that was kind of like horror movie scary about her and spooky yeah leah's just fine she's a little girl and then finally i think she's gonna be important we meet marcella who's this like she used to own her own dance studio called prestige right and she knew justin and beyond belief from the competition and then it seems like her business went out of her dance studio went out of business so then justin has hired her to be basically the assistant director Probably she runs things while Justin's gone on the road. Yeah, she she's probably like the substitute teacher when he's not there, which I'm pretty sure is a lot. Yeah. So, so far, right now, this the beginning of the show. They're just setting up these characters because they're going to be important. Any thoughts on any of these characters, Sir Fetch? Um, well, like I said, I didn't like the first dance mom. What was her name? Kelly? Mm-hmm. I didn't like her and Angie. I just don't. Another one I don't like. Um, there's this part of the first episode where um, Angie's kids are doing uh, like, they're like doing like backflips. <laughs> and, and the mom, listen, the mom, she ain't petite. 
Yeah. Okay. No. She's like, she's like, listen here, you need to do that again because I know you can do better. And I'm like, this woman is like, maybe she's pushing it. Like, I don't know how, like, she's big. I'm, like, I'm just like, that's why I don't get about the dance mom. Some of them don't look like they could, like, they, they couldn't even do a cha cha. <laughs> and they're over here telling these, like, poor little girls, like, what to do and how it's not right. Mm-hmm. Thank you. But let me ask you this question, though. Like, and I guess we can get more into this later. Is and I've always felt this about the House of Edwards. Like uh-huh. everyone's talking about. Like when I watched, when I don't really watch. So you think you can dance? But whenever a, a video from there goes viral, like remember when they did the Call Me Mother dance routine on yes. Surf? Okay, I look at that and I go, "Holy shit, that is fucking amazing dancing!" Right? Yeah. And I've seen House of Edwards several times, either at Drag Can or the finales, whatnot. And whenever I see them perform, it, just doesn't, it doesn't seem like it's good dancing. And I'm not saying that I could literally do it, but it seems that like if you gave me a week, I could do what they do. And I feel well, like always the same moves, always like some sort of like Janet Jackson Rhythm Nation version of, but they're making it up as they go. I kind of feel like it's just a bunch of like shaking. Like, they just shake and do the twirl where they do the twirl in the wig. <laughs> yeah, and, and there's a lot of, like, just, like, Alyssa Edwards moves where they just do, like, a lot of, like, just, like, sharp, like, thing with their shoulders. Like, I feel like I feel like Alyssa has, like, three moves, and they're always doing, it's always, like, picking your leg up by your head, you yes. know, and, like, bending over your leg back really sharp. Like, it's, like, it's just, like, it almost feels like they're, like, they're doing rehearsal, like, they're warming up to music. Yes, and... I had an insider scoop because I watched this with my cousin who also, um, she was a dancer. And have you noticed when all of the House of Edwards, when they perform, they're always wearing fringe or something beaded? Oh, yes. Okay. She says when they wear that, it is to make it move like they're move to make it look like they're moving more. Oh. So they're not really moving that much, but it's the garment that's giving the illusion of look how fast I'm moving, but they're not really moving. Yeah, interesting. All right, let's move on now. Let's talk about, Now they're getting ready. It's kind of confusing what's going on, but it seems like it's a meeting to get ready for the auditions. Like they're meeting yes. like, here's what these auditions are going to be like, but these aren't the actual auditions. It's like an informational meeting about it, right? And yeah. this is where, but it seems like they're all old students. It's like students who are currently there and they're talking about these auditions they're going to have for this group they're forming. And Justin, this is where Justin announces that for the first time, Beyond Belief is now going to have an elite team. And he, what's so funny is he says, all right, well, now we're going to do some, We're not doing this competition trophy thing anymore. We've done that. Now we're going to form an elite team that I'm assuming does competitions. Yeah. Well, like, <laughs> what else would they be doing? Yeah. And the fact that they're, they're traveling to L.A., which is like the kind of like the plot of the story like that you go to other states to win out-of-state competition trophies so where were they going before this is they're doing something different what were they doing before i don't know maybe they were just regional in texas maybe i don't know yeah he's like well now we're, we're gonna be actually traveling i'm like oh okay so i see now this is the elite team it's gonna be two teams it's gonna be a mini elite team and that's like the younger kids yeah, I think age just like from like six to eleven. Yeah, and then there's going to be the Beyond Belief Dance Company Elite, and that's like the older kids. 
like okay. the tweens and tweens. Yes. Tweens and teens. The tweens, teens, and tweens. All right? There we go. And you and you hit the nail on the head. The first stop is going to be a competition in Los Angeles, which, which seems going to be very soon. Okay? It's also during this part that we meet Ainsley, who we uh, I told you about before. She's kind of like a John Bonet Ramsey type. Okay? Yeah. And she's very kind of like very cocky. And she's like, I win a lot of competitions. In fact, I've won so many trophies, my dad can't sleep because they're so shiny. Because how shiny they are. I'm like, oh, my God. And she's like, I'm Justin's favorite and all this. I'm just like. By the way, I've never heard. Justin never talks about her in the two episodes. He's like, oh, hi. Yeah. And then we also meet Josie. Go ahead. Yeah. Oh, I have a quick question. When was this um, the whole series filmed? I'm thinking it was filmed about a year ago. I'll tell you why. I was looking at the the, the blurbs for um, the future episodes. And there's uh-huh. one where they talk about Thanksgiving. So uh, okay. I'm thinking it probably filmed the I don't I mean, I don't know. I don't know exactly when, but like they talk about Thanksgiving in a later episode. So I'm imagining it's probably like the fall, right? Oh, okay. That's that's my guess. Um, okay. So then we meet Josie, who is Dawn's niece. Now remember, Dawn is the woman who's the manager of Beyond Belief. She's the one that's Justin's assistant, she's the manager of the dance studio. But she's also this girl Josie's aunt, and she's also that's why I think she that's why I think Sophie, the one with no chin. <laughs> oh no no no! Sophie's a different girl. Sophie, Sophie's her sister. So Josie has a sister named Sophie. But but then there's a part where uh, Celeste, the one who comes home every weekend, says that's her cousin. That's why I'm thinking that Celeste might be uh, Dawn's daughter. Oh God, this is some like yeehaw like country, huh? Yeah 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 yeah. So, um, okay, so what? So nothing really much happened there. He announces this. But then we have the elite adi- auditions, right? Yes. During the elite auditions, we meet Willow, who's like one of two black girls. Well, no, there's a lot of black girls, but like none of them make the team except for this one half black girl, right? Yeah, like the, like the lightest skin. <laughs> yeah, the lightest skin. All the real dark black girls, they're just like you see them for half a second and they don't make, make the team, right? And their faces are blurred. Yeah. <laughs> That's right, because you know their moms were like, if my girl don't make the team, you're not going to be using my daughter's face on this show. Because Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, there's going to be a part. Oh, it's coming up, so I'll, I'll wait till we get to that part. But yeah, their faces are blurred. And Willow's um, a half-black girl who's like, has some weird, we're probably learning more, I imagine, but like some weird home situation where they're poor or something. And yeah. Kristen is her mom. You were going to say something. Um, Because as we're um, recording this, I'm... I'm um. I have the episode right in front of me, and I'm watching Willow's routine, and I'm not, like, really, a, a, like, a dancer kind of person, but, like, she has got the, like, charisma, and, like, she just looks so light on her feet. Yeah, and I'm not she, doubting that they're good, but what's funny is when they're, do, with that, you know, that part where they do, like, this sort of B-roll footage of all the kids dancing for Justin? Yeah. They're all doing the same moves, and they're all doing the thing where, they, like, their eyes are really big, and they're looking at the sky, like... And then they they have their they have their arms back and their chest out and then and like, their leg over their head yeah, yeah and they're like no but they're like running across the room that's all they do they run back and forth with their arms pinned back and their chest out and then they like are like looking up at the sky as if like an angel is dancing in the sky right in front of them and they're like chasing the angel around the room <laughs> it's like a well, really have, weird have look. you seen Justin's face while he's watching this like all of it it is the funniest thing. Ever. Well, it's almost like a cross of like 
he's amazed and appreciative, but then also mean girl laughing at them. Yeah. <laughs> he like look at them and he like whisper to his friend, like, oh my god, you know. My god, this bitch sucks. Yeah. Now let's now let's talk about then we meet Joe we meet more of Josie. And this is where like it, it seems too, it's almost kind of like they have to go and tell their sob story to Justin, who's who, by the way, is sitting in a throne. <laughs> Remember that he like sitting on a full on throne. They have a throne, like a red throne. Yeah, and he's the like red velvet throne with a red gold trim. Yeah, red velvet throne. With, yeah, you're right. Perfect with gold trim. And they all walk up and they and like because Widlow goes like, and then I have a gay brother and <laughs> and and my family's poor and I have a really difficult childhood. And he's like next. And then Josie's like, I have bipolar too. Do you know what? What? I, uh, I'm going to say this. Yeah. Um, Justin, he tore a, a lot of pages out of RuPaul. How Drag so? Race. Um, he's like, he's in the throne. Mm-hmm. He's sitting. He, it's, he's like a little, he's making his own RuPaul Drag Race, but with dance. Yeah. And he's like, tell me your sob story. Tell me why you should go on to the next, to why you should be on the elite team. Uh-huh. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, he also even uses kind of like buzzwords. Like during one of the auditions, he's all like, "The time has come for you. The time has come for you to perform your audition for me." Yep. I or like, I'm gonna like this is on air. This is on record. Yeah. With all the other eight episodes, I mean, how many episodes are left since we've seen two six? Yeah. If he says, "Bring me back my girls," I will Venmo <laughs> you ten dollars. Okay. It's a you got it. okay, and then okay. How about this? He's already said charisma. So I'm gonna, I'm going to play charisma, uniqueness, nerve, talent, bingo. All right. <laughs> yeah. So he's already have charisma. If he says throughout the rest of the episodes, <laughs> at least once, uniqueness, nerve, and talent, I will then mo yep. you ten dollars. Yeah, because you know he cannot say that all in ones because we all know what it means. Yeah, RuPaul will fucking fly in on like a fucking like an yeah. orc. No, what what are those things called from like Lord of the Rings, like the dragons that they fly in on? No, he he's just... gonna he's gonna fly in from Flash Gordon, Mama. <laughs> Him and Michelle Visage. Yeah. <laughs> just like float down and just like yeah. shoot him with a laser beam. Uh okay. <laughs> So then Josie's like, I have bipolar too. And if anyone knows bipolar, often there's extreme emotions. Like there's like extreme manic energy where you just think you're the greatest thing ever and you can conquer the world. And then like the next day you are like, I'm want to kill myself, right? So you, so you can tell she's kind of in one of those manic phases where she's like, I just I just feel really good and I just wish I could feel like this all the time, you know. And you're like, yeah. okay, calm, calm down, you know, calm down, bipolar, right? Yeah. Then we go into a very brief... I just want to touch on this for... There's actually... The only reason I'm bringing up this segment, because there's not really much to it, is I want to talk about one thing, which we go to... There's more Justin origin story here, okay? Uh-huh. And it's where Justin talks about his very first dance class, and he paid $10, and he had his uncle <laughs> sign up, right? But did you see that they showed a picture of his family, but they blurred out his brother? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, you know the brother was like, I don't want to be part of this shit. Yep. Do you yeah. know what I was thinking to myself when I was watching this? What? Well, Alyssa was probably watching season 10 of Drag Race, and she was like, I'm so jealous of Eureka. Her father supported her dancing. He made her dance. Yeah. No, the Eureka's dad made her sing. <laughs> oh! Yeah, because that, that joke. Yeah, that was the funny part. Of like, she's all like, like she's crying in an early episode. She's like, my father made me sing, and I'll never forget that it scarred me for the rest of my life. And then <laughs> like two episodes later, she's like, Cameron, sing! 
what's wrong with you? Sing for us. <laughs> and I was like, bitch, you just you just said like a day ago that you're you're scarred for life because your dad made you sing. Anyway, after that segment, and then the next part we go to, and God, I have this. this I I need to rush to get to this wedding, but like we meet Robbie, oh we meet Robbie and Neil, who own a design firm called Merrick and Richard, which I'm assuming are their last names, right? So uh-huh. they own a design from called American Richard, and they design Alyssa Edwards' outfits, but they also, he says, they design for the dance company, right? Yes. And yes. at this meeting, they ask Alyssa to officiate their wedding. I'm just not going to say any more than that. Sir Fetch, tell us your thoughts on this whole segment. I thought it was so, like, it was so gross. Do you know what I mean? It's like... We want you to officiate the marriage, but you can only do it as Alyssa Edwards, and I'm only <gasps> going to marry him if you say yes. Oh, I didn't even think about that. You're right. I didn't, I didn't like it. I just, I was just like, come on, like, I don't know. Yeah, no, and no. And Joe, I have a question for yeah. you. Are those two, are they, are they what you call WeHo? No. No? No, they would be more like... <sighs> Like in the east side of LA, you know, like the hipster part of LA, because they have like oh, they're okay. really weird. Like WeHo's like really kind of like pretty Weaver. and muscly and like no body hair and like oh, God. yeah, like they like look like 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 it's 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 a really weird look where they have like these like huge giant chests and arms because they go to the gym and they only work their chest and arms, but then they have like oh, the tiniest they have, they legs, have the tank tops, yeah. And the tank tops are like like the strings. They're like the strings for the shoulder straps. Yeah, but they look like almost. But then they have like the tiniest butt and legs. It's so weird. Ugh. But they'll have like these gigantic chests and arms. But then like tiny, 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 like tiny, like like little girl, like Ainsley's legs are about as thick as they are legs. <laughs> you know, never um, skip leg day, sis. Yeah, so like, okay, so I want to, I, I have a lot to say about Robbie and Neil. First of all, they are so, well, that's what, okay, they're the first people that we meet that are in the universe of Alyssa Edwards and Justin, and they so kiss her ass. You can tell, oh. yeah, go ahead. Okay, so um, this is like back in like medieval ages where like kings and queens would hire people just to, to blow smoke up their ass. Like yes. necromancers, no, not necromancers. Um. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. Where, where like, where, well, this is what I'm getting. Like, Justin is, like, the king and queen because of Alyssa Edwards. Mm-hmm. And he just hires people just to blow smoke up his ass. Yeah, and it's just, like, he's like, oh, we love you. You're amazing. You're, bo- you're wonderful. But you're right. They ask Alyssa Edwards. But what's funny is I feel the – I don't think Justin is a very good actor or actress – so when they ask Justin to, as Alyssa, to officiate their wedding, he doesn't like he's trying to pretend like he didn't know that was coming. But you can tell he already knew, right? And he's just yeah. like, "Oh, all right." But you're like, "Oh, bitch, you're the worst actress ever." Like everyone I, knows. I'm, I'm, I'm watching it right now. It's right in front of me, and like he does, like the like the I'm pausing. My eyes are <laughs> wide open, but like I can see where like I can see right through it. Yeah, anyone could. You're going like she knew. She's not like. <laughs> it's so fake like it's so fake ago. yeah yeah they knew already because well that's the thing too is like in terms of storylines they want everything done in one episode so if, if you were to watch this episode you would think that the, they got married like the next day yeah because it's just like okay you want to marry us 
okay, and then they're doing the photo shoot, it seems like, the next day. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh the photo shoot. Oh, my God. We, we, we haven't gotten there yet. Okay. So then she, they, they, she meets them. She blows smoke up their asses, how they're amazing designers. Meanwhile, could they ever design for anybody but really loud gay men and drag queens? I don't think so. Or dance. Everything's like super or, glittery. Everything has like uh, what she has a, a suit on that has like a ton of popsicle designs all over it. Like it's like it, it's like a pink, a bright Pepto Bismol pink like pleather <laughs> bomber jacket with like stickers on it, and then his husband has like a holographic like pizza cutout. I'm just like, what is this? Like, yeah, I'm what are they wearing? I know I'm it's getting, like. I'm I'm homophobic now. Yeah, you're right. It's like if Willy Wonka and SpongeBob SquarePants like got together and they made they, they mashed their universes together. All right, yeah. so we go the next day. We go to the mini auditions, okay? And at those mini auditions, we see that a- we meet Ainsley again. She just talked about how she wins all the time, and her dad can't sleep because of the trophies. We meet Leah. Now Leah is the- okay. There's a girl that should be really important na- next episode named Kiana. She's the one that we said would be a ghost in a movie and that she has no chin. Mm-hmm. Leah's her little sister. She's really cute, right? But again, she does – during the mini auditions, Justin's back in his throne and they have to do the whole like, here's my sob story to Justin. And she says how she has like spina bifida. Yeah. Which I'm thinking, I was like, is it safe for you to be dancing if you have spina bifida? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. She, she's like in the middle of getting all these surgeries, but yeah, she's rolling around on the floor, right? Yeah, and like her mom was like, oh, we don't know how long she has left until her back finally gives out. I'm just like, and you're letting her do all yeah. these like, like backflips and like bending her back. Like, I'm pretty sure like, yeah, some of the dances are like straighten, strengthening her back and stretches, but like she is going like pretty, as the kids say, ham. <laughs> Okay, and then we meet Athena, who's this like super cute little girl. Uh, kind of reminds me of Punky Brewster from the eighties, right? And she I was goes alive back then. <laughs> I know you probably weren't. What's funny is no, you weren't alive. Oh fuck you. Anyway, what's <laughs> funny is um, is Athena goes out there and does this dance, which you find out that uh, uh, Justin's like her technique's not very good, but she has a lot of personality. But I'm like. I'm not even joking. Now, maybe I'm not a dance expert. How was it any different from any of the from other dances? From the rest. From the rest. But you know what I like about Athena? What? She's she's cute. She's kind of cute, quirky, ugly. Do you know what I mean? I'm yes. not like throwing shade. She's like a little cutie pie. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I can see how yeah. I liked her personality. But Yeah, and you can tell like she is like, like, I don't know. She just looks like, and she has a cute little top bow. She looks like she's from Whoville. Yeah. No, 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 you're right. And then so um, she's super cute and she does her audition and Justin is like – and all the other kids – it's so funny. They're all like nine but they're already all judgy little bitches and Justin's like, didn't she try really hard? <laughs> and the kids are like, yeah, she did try. And, and then there's that little gay kid. The little – his name's JJ. <laughs> I happen to know his name's JJ, right? JJ's the one little boy. If you're, pretty much if you're a boy trying out, you're going to make it, right? Yeah. All the boys made it. And there's a little gay blonde boy. Well, I don't know. I'm assuming he's gay. Right, mm. but this little gay blonde boy named JJ, who assumed to be gay, and he's just like he's just like throwing her major side eye when she walks by. So we meet Athena. Yeah. After that, we go to a wedding photo shoot. What oh, the God. fuck was going on at that photo shoot? <laughs> Wait, Joe, I have a question for you. Yeah. If you were to ever get married, would you ever? No. 
do anything. No, <laughs> no. No. I don't. I don't understand it. Well, here's the thing, too. And I've only seen two episodes, but but Alyssa. Everyone should know Alyssa lives in like butt fucking Egypt. She lives in Mesquite, yeah. Texas, which I think is like right outside of Dallas, right? But she yeah. lives in Mesquite, Texas. If you were to watch this show, you would think that the town is completely only made up of homosexual men and fat ladies <laughs> and their daughters. <laughs> Fat, stunted women. Yeah, fat, stunted women who want to talk to the manager and their gay friends, right? There are no, you do not see one straight man in this whole show. How big can this fucking town be? I don't, well, she calls it a city. Mm hmm. But, like, you, like, I'm watching, they're all getting, I'm watching the scene where they're all getting ready for the photo shoot and they all look like they could either be from LA or New York. They look like they could bury, like, they're very out there. Yeah, they're they're very, very crazy. you think in a small town like Mesquite, Texas, like they would have to like butch it up or something, but like no, they're like full on like femme yes queen realness, boots <laughs> the house down realness. Yeah, it's like they're, they're like club kid realness. Yeah, like they're, yeah, they're, they're full club kid fish. But anyway, this photo shoot is so cuckoo bananas, where it's like there's like people that you don't know who they are. They never come up <laughs> again. There's like a weird cowboy. Is he like the flower girls in that? Where he's they, like posing? They, for they oiled up a random ass man. Yeah. And they never explain no. who they are, why, and like then they they never show Alyssa taking her photos. They just see her getting ready to take her wedding photo shoot. Yeah, um, and then Which the, she did look. She she looks fierce. I'm not gonna lie. She does, but then the grooms, um, Robbie and um, what are their names again? Neil. Robbie and Neil, like the Latino one who I think that's Robbie. He has like this weird painted beard on. It's like blue, right? Yeah, it's something super weird. And then Robbie has something weird going on. And they're like, and they just all they talk about in the wedding photo shoot is Alyssa's love life and how she uh-huh. doesn't, have, which is so <gasps> fake. It's like so like produced. Like, ask about you. Wait, you're her best friend and you don't know if she's dating somebody? Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. <clears throat> Pardon? Yeah. Book, book hockey party? Um, um, Alyssa was married. <gasps> what? Alyssa, if you would go back to the episodes on Wild Presents to um, Alyssa's Secrets, she would have her husband, Marco. (gasps) I didn't know this. She always used to call Marco, and she used to say, no, fuck, no, she wasn't married, but um, when gay marriage was legalized, she called him, and she was like, are you ready, baby? Oh. Yeah, she had a boyfriend, like, for a very long time. I wonder That's if this comes up in the show. Ask you, I was like, Joe, do you know the tea about that? No, I don't know any tea about this. Now, what's funny is um, I was wondering, because she's 37 years old, she acts like she's never had a boyfriend, the way she acts. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, she acts like she's never found love. Yeah, interesting. And then we also learned the then, origin. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. Another thing, she's 37. She does not need the roof filter because we've seen her without it she has one of the best faces for skin in the whole drag race world yeah but i think she still wants to look 20 i don't understand why yeah, they have that she <laughs> takes good care of her skin like it, when she, there was this line where she's like oh i don't need foundation i was like yeah bitch you don't because your skin is like is a baby's ass um then we also learned the origin of her name which when she did her first um like very first open mic night, she didn't have a name, and so the the, the hostess asked her her name, and she just said Alyssa. 
Uh, because it starts with A. It starts with A, and she likes Alyssa Milano. Yeah, and I'm just like, oh, God. Okay. And then after this, we go to Robbie and Neil's wedding, which okay. this... Okay, you said that they seem like they're from New York or L.A. No. This was a gay wedding of people from Mesquite, Texas. Like, it yep. was so... Like, I bet you there was Kool-Aid, like... They were like it was weird. It looked like a, like a church festival. They had like booths. I can't tell if you're there, Sir Fred. Drink. Oh, what oh, were you hello? saying? Say what were you saying, Sir Fred? Oh, sorry. <laughs> they had Kool Aid. They had Moon Pie. They had yeah. every. They had like uh, um, moonshine. Yeah, it was like in a weird location. Then Alyssa. Well, here's what's weird about the show. This is the first time we see this. Is they're really inconsistent with the bleeps. So they bleep certain words, but then they don't bleep other words. Like, there's a part in the next episode we'll see. I'm not going to really dwell on it, but, like, the moms are sitting around, like, a campfire. And yeah, and they're, like, the they're like, oh, you can fucking do it. They're, they're yeah. saying, like, straight up F-bombs. But then they have, like, uh, they'll, like they'll, she'll say shit and they'll bleep it. But then, on a, again, on the next episode, they put in the subtitles, this is bullshit. Yeah. I don't understand. They're super inconsistent with like the bleeps and the and the curse words. But anyway, tell me about Robbie and Neil's wedding. I want to talk about this. It was so fucking tacky. God. Like I was like I it was tacky because I'm looking at it right now. Alyssa's wearing like Madonna, um, like a virgin type, um, like a corset, all white, like the dazzle to hell. And then the grooms are wearing like a pink and baby blue, like cowboy like get up with the fringe and everything yeah and and uh and then they have like a, a flower boy comes in he's just like in like a speedo and a cowboy hat <laughs> yeah and i'm just like like i know like you know as i was watching this i was like do we need rights <laughs> i know i wanted to write to judge kavanaugh <laughs> and be like you know what i'm gay but i support you get overturning uh uh obergefell gay marriage yeah yes i'm just like i'm like I mean, like, you know, they're living their best life, but, like, they're going a little bit, like, extra. Yeah, and then, like, yeah, because Neil had all this, like, glitter on his face. It was, like, actually, you know what? They both have glitter. They both have glitter beards on. Yeah, it was super. Actually, they, if they would have just done that, I would have been fine with it. But it was, like, everything was just too much. Everything was, like, so much. It was the craziest thing ever. And so then this is the first time. I didn't realize this until episode two. And I think it's a thing where every episode is going to be an Alyssa music video. Oh, oh my God. The Shania to- Oh, no, That's the next episode. But in this one, she does um, the RuPaul song, The right? RuPaul song about like, um, where is, what is that? It's not where is love. What is it? What is, or something like, dun dun the love. I know what song you're talking about. Yeah, and then they they do like this. It's almost filmed like a music video where she lip syncs to it. But she, but you could tell because they were at the wedding. They had to do it in one take while they're at the wedding. So yeah. she's doing it around well, the like, wedding. Mm-hmm. When when the when the music was going on, I was like, oh, this is cute. They're gonna do like a little like a little maybe thirty seconds. Yeah, of the song. yeah. And it kept on like, girl, I had enough time to go put the chicken in the crock pot. <laughs> I'm just like, this song's still on. Yeah, it's super super weird. Like they, um, the song keeps going, and she like lip syncs to it. And they have like like little production numbers where like she follow the like, the camera follows her. So it's not, like on a steady cam, and she's like yeah. talking, seeing to the camera as the camera's moving and stuff like that. Like I-, I was waiting for her to walk onto the main stage, and Michelle and Rue and Carson to be like, yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. Uh, and then so they, the, that's the end of the wedding. There's Alyssa performing this RuPaul song. And then the next thing we see is like, it, assuming, I think you assume it's the next day where all the moms get together oh and have a margarita party. This is trashy, okay? Yeah, in the they're parking outside, lot. They're and outside. they're making it on the hood of a car. Yeah, with like one of those like Margaritaville machines. Yeah, um, and then the rest of the moms have like, you know, red solo cups, which I'm just like, okay, no glass allowed outside. But there's this woman yeah. who has one of the big, giant, like 100 ounce, like it's huge. Like the stuff that you get at the gas station when you're going on a two-day road trip. Yeah. And I'm just like, what is in there? I'm like, these people have no class. Yeah, and their kids are inside the dancing, yeah. and they're outside in the parking lot drinking. And, <laughs> and 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 while they're there, they all make a pact that no matter what happens, they're gonna stick with Beyond Belief, and they understand. You know, Justin has a tough choice to make, and that's where we meet Jamie, who is Ashlyn's mom, and she says, if she doesn't make it to the elite elite team, I don't know what I'm gonna do because she won't go anywhere else. Ashlyn won't go anywhere else. And yeah. it was hard enough to make friends at this one. They're stuck at Beyond Belief. So she doesn't know what they're going to do if Ashlyn doesn't make the team. Then we go in and there's kind of a cliffhanger because at the end of episode one, like Justin's like, okay, I'm going to put the names up. Um, all right, everyone, get ready. And then the episode yeah. ends. Okay, the just, episode fades into black. Though. Yeah. Right now, episode one, your thoughts. What did we miss? What did you want to say about episode one? Uh, let's wrap up episode one and your thoughts. Uh, I thought episode one was really good because you got to meet the characters, all the characters uh, of the dance studio of, of Justin's life. You got to meet mm-hmm. the moms. Yeah. You, like I said, this, this was a prologue into the next couple of yeah. episodes. I thought, I thought it was really good. Not as plot heavy. Uh, a lot of meeting people for the first time. Yeah. Not as plot heavy. And like, again, I said it was a little bit too long. Yeah. It is a little bit too long. Yeah. These, these episodes needed to be 20 to 25 minutes. Yeah. Because there's a lot of, especially in this episode, a lot of like, I didn't even list it in the, when I was reviewing the plot. If, if it changed acts, cause they, in between acts, they would have Justin or Alyssa talking about some dumb memory that had nothing to do with the show at all. Just about giving you. I think you- that is so like the, it's okay, but there, there's a couple of, times where the uh, where Alyssa Edwards mm-hmm. is talking and it drags on yeah for so long because you know how Alyssa she talks she, and then she takes a long ass pause and then she continues talking <laughs> like that <laughs> well yeah because she's clearly thinking what she's going to say next what clever things she's going to say next and I don't know if I'm a fan of Alyssa talking to Justin no, 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 no. That is that's very much cringe. Yeah, it's very cringy. She talks to Justin. Yeah, uh, I don't know if I'm that big of a fan. All right, episode two. Let, okay, uh, episode two. Before we get into it, uh, what are what's one thing you liked about the episode? One thing you did about episode two? Um, of episode two. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, are we allowed to go into like kind of spoilery, like maybe towards the end of the episode? Yeah. Okay. My favorite part. And this is what I was talking about when um, Justin pull, pulled a couple of pages out of RuPaul's, uh, RuPaul's book. He invited all the moms over, yeah. got them all sauced up. Yeah. They were like, okay, w- what do you think about me? Say it. Speak your mind Oh, now. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then you had the, the big old woman who was like, I think you talked to my daughter a little bit too harshly, Justin. Yeah. And I, I don't know. It's just like, he was like, I don't. 
like you can tell where he's like, oh, I don't like drama, blah blah blah. But he's uh, over here getting them all drunk. He's like, okay, who's the loudest bitch? Who's the bitchiest bitch? Yeah. Come on, say it all now. No, that's something you didn't like, or something you liked. I thought so that's something I did like. I thought okay. it was super funny. Okay, and what's something you didn't like? Um, something I didn't like is um, when they would be uh, when the moms would start to argue in the dance studio mm-hmm. like when it would get really juicy when i would really start paying attention they would they would cut and they would be like okay this is justin looking for a house <laughs> this is him going to his his has his ghetto neighborhood yeah and then it never goes back to the mom's fighting like it never cuts back to the to the scene in the dance studio yeah 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 you're right they do weird cuts like that um, one thing I liked about the episode, well, I liked that it was much more plot-driven, so it wasn't so much like Justin or Alyssa joining on and on, but I also liked, I didn't, what I didn't like was, um, I kind of feel, and we'll meet him in a second, that, um, this guy JC, a date, a potential date for, uh, Alyssa Edwards, he kind of gets the short end of the stick on this yeah. episode. I feel oh, the editing when they were eating, it was terrible. Oh, I know. It was so. It was, it was so mean they to him. It looked like it was awkward, but like, like you can. Ah, uh, I don't know. It's just. It's just like World of Wonder had a part of this, right? Oh yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a World of Wonder show. Yeah, like it, the editing is very. It's very trademark World Wonder. It can look awkward. Yeah. All right. Let's actually start with the episode. So episode two picks up where episode one left off, where in episode one, at the end of episode one, Alyssa, I mean, Justin, I'm sorry, and the rest of the of the Beyond Belief um, studio uh, staff are going to put the list up on the wall of the kids who've made it into both the elite dance crew and the mini elite dance crew. So then there's not much build up here. They just put the list up and then all the yeah. kids rush to see who makes it. Now of the kids we saw today, I'm going to tell you, um, Kiana makes it, you know, like a lot of the big people we, we emphasize make it except, um, there was one girl we told you about that. I said, look like, um, a punky Brewster. And you didn't know who that was. And you thought she was like cute, ugly. Her name's Athena. Yeah. And didn't have a lot of good technique, according to Justin, but a lot of personality. She doesn't make it. But she seems to be okay with it. She's like, yeah, you know, she's not. Um, does her mom seem like the kind of person who is very pushy, though? I didn't see the mom. I don't remember the mom for Athena. Yeah, because Athena, she's just like, well, I didn't make it, but that's okay because I still had fun. Yeah, and I've only been doing this a few months, so I'll try next year, right? Yeah. Josie, the one that has bipolar two disorder, and is also the niece of the woman that like runs the dance studio, and her cousin is the like a dance instructor. She doesn't make it, yeah. and she's like in tears, right? Oh, she's she, she's not feeling her highs right now. Yeah, no, she's in the lows. That. Yeah, uh, but yeah. her her sister Sophie makes it. I love that they go like they give Josie like a quick hug, and they go, okay, yeah. now go congratulate your sister. Yeah. It's very, I don't know, the way that these parents are parenting, it's not healthy. Yeah, no, 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 no. In fact, they even say, like, remember, like, Josie's talking, so Josie's the type, the bipolar 2 girl. She's talking to her little sister, Sophie, and she goes, so you have to go out there and dance because my dance career's done. I'm never dancing again. (laughs) 
she and you're acts like, like wow. she broke her foot in the middle age and they're gonna have to go put her down. I know. Like my life's over. I'm just gonna go work at the tasty freeze. Oh my god. And then uh the the big focus on this segment right here is little Ashlyn, who seems pretty normal. She's upset and that makes sense. But her mom, the one that we saw at the margarita party, who said yeah, they had nowhere else to go if she didn't make it. Ashlyn doesn't make it, and the mom is pissed. Yep. She is like, this is bullshit. And then there's some girl named Atley that she's like, I couldn't get what was going on where she kept saying, telling Ashlyn, well, apparently you're not as good as Atley. Well, for that one, um, are you talking about like the little girl? Yeah, the little girl. For um, for Atley, when you, when you were talking about her, she, uh, I guess she has a sister too. She was part of the smaller group for okay. the little children's. Her sister made it, but she didn't. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, and that's what she was saying. There, I think there were two groups of where two groups of sisters, where one in the elite and one in the little kid area, mm-hmm. and um, one of the both of the sisters didn't make it. Are you, oh. are you catching my? Are you catching my drift? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so Ashlyn didn't make it. The mom is pissed off, and she thinks Justin didn't pay enough attention to her, and she tells mm-hmm. him, yeah. She's like, you just ignore my daughter. You don't pay attention to her. And, like, Justin's like, bitch, get off my back, you know? And then, but then it it is weird that she is, like, a classic dance mom and is, like, totally taking it personally that the daughter didn't make it. It was super, super weird. And and so far, from what I've seen in the series so far, that's the most, like, the TV show Dance Moms that it's gotten. Yeah. Right? Well, Joey, you know, you're a teacher. You know, Mm -hmm. when you see... Like, where she was like, oh, you're not paying enough attention. He has how many other students to be working on? You can only push a student so far. I mean, yeah. help them so much until they can't do it themselves. But you can't be by their side the whole time. But I get the impression, because this becomes important with Ke- uh, Kiana later, that Justin has favorites. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and she's mad that, that uh, Ashlyn is not one of Justin's favorites. Um, you know... Justin, like, this outfit that he has on, like, he looks like a gay soldier. <laughs> like a gay Nazi. Yeah, he does have, like, this weird, like, like gay soldier look to him. Yeah. Okay, so we finished that segment, and then we go to, like, Justin and Dawn. I remember Dawn is the aunt <laughs> of the Josie, right? And she's also the, yeah. the, she manages Beyond Belief Studio. Now they're in a car randomly. <laughs> right? And they yeah. start talking about how all the parents reacted, and it's sort of weird. And... They're on. They're, it's it's sort of really bad fake reality TV because she's like, oh my god, we're no longer in Mesquite. Now we're in Dallas. Hey, yeah, it, hey, isn't this where you grew up? <laughs> yeah. Hey, can we just go by your house? He's like, all right. And then they said, make yeah. the, immediately make a turn. Like we're oh we're only down the block from the house where I grew up. All right, let's just go there. It's it's ridiculous. And then you know they're saying that he lives like in not such a safe neighborhood. And then right as they cut the scene, they cut. You hear police sirens. <laughs> you you they, they there's a shot like of telephone poles with like a shit ton of pigeons on there. And I guess that's supposed to be like a rundown neighborhood that all yeah. the pigeons hang out in the rundown neighborhood. I'm like, what? Well, yeah. You know, also, he's afraid to get out of the because like I'm in a real bad neighborhood. I'm gonna get out of here in my gay camo shirt, right? But then. He, like, pulls... So they go to his old house, where clearly somebody else lives there. Their car is in the driveway, and he essentially pulls onto their yard and just stands in front of their house. Yeah. Yeah, and then he he reminisces about, like, 
on that porch is where his mom told him he was gay and he starts crying. <laughs> and we learn that both Dawn and Justin lost their mothers three to four months apart from each other. And that's why they're yeah. so close. And then they just start crying, thinking about the old times, right? Any thoughts, any other thoughts about going to Justin's old house? Well, like, I'm watching that scene right now. And when you say he pulled up on the lawn, he is literally like on the damn lawn. Yeah. Like, he gets out of the of his car he's literally on the front porch well yeah so clearly they have a release from the people who own the house because like nobody comes out and says like what the fuck are you doing on my property yeah they're just like oh there's just some random gay guy and his friend with cameras <laughs> on our property and that's totally normal okay then they go to the house that justin is thinking about buying it's in a gated community and i want to talk about this i know this is going to be hard for you sir fetch as well they go to this house it's in a gated fucking community right and it looks like, like a fierce kind of like very yuppie neighborhood, right? Yeah. And it it, lo- it does look like a little like McMansion castle, right? Yeah. And it's a huge house, and he's like, "I can't believe it. I'm gonna. I want to buy this house. I work my ass off to raise all the money to buy this giant castle house in a gated community. It costs me. Now let me tell you this. Depending on where you live in L.A." That house is easily, a, give or take a hundred thousand, a million dollars. Okay, well this is this is why I want to move to Texas. You <laughs> can have no. I'm so serious. You can buy a nice big house with a nice good size amount of land. Yeah, for not that much money. That's why I'm trying to get my ass down to Mesquite. Yeah, it was three hundred and fifty-five thousand dollars. I'm not even. I'm not being funny right now. I'm not even being funny. Maybe, maybe you can get kind of like a one bedroom house, two bedroom house in like Compton or South Central or like shitty part of East LA for three hundred fifty thousand. Like maybe, yeah. I'm not saying guaranteed. Maybe for three hundred fifty thousand, you can get a shitty house in a shitty part of town in yeah. Los Angeles. Oh, trust me, I've been on Zillow. I've, 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 I've wanted to move out, but like everywhere, people are moving to Texas. When did this turn into an HGTV podcast? <laughs> I don't know. But, but I was I'm, thinking about it. I was like, oh, my God, $355,000 for that gigantic house? Joe, listen, I say you should move to – I, I want to move to Austin. You should move to Austin. The the Look how, how much money you could buy. And they have well, some of the best Mexican food in the country. It makes so sense we, because, you know, uh, I met this teacher uh, here in East L.A. She was an LAUSD teacher. And she was about to retire and move to Texas. So she would live like a queen on her retirement, yeah. her, her California government retirement. Check. Like they're living pretty up there. Yeah. She's probably like super rich in Texas with her like pension. Yeah. She's uh, probably like on the porch with a rocking chair spin, not tobacco. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, we also meet Philip with one L, uh, the gay <laughs> real estate agent. The gay, I'm telling you, no one is straight on this show or in this town. <laughs> in Mesquite. Like they're in Mesquite. He is like the gayest black man with like purple velvet velour shoes or like red velvet velour shoes, right? Don't joke about that. Yeah. And he's like, hey, girl. I'm all like, there are no straight men in this town. It's like the gayest town. Ever. It's gayer than West Hollywood. Because at least in West Hollywood, yeah. you'll meet someone who's gay. These are the gayest people in the gayest town in the country. Who knew that Mesquite, Texas. These are the flamboyants. Yeah. Who knew that Mesquite, Texas was the gayest town in America? Based on this show, at least. All right. Any other thoughts on this house, on buying the house, on breaking down in front of the house, uh, the whole Justin and Don act? 
Um, no, not really. I liked it. I mean, like, like you said, he's he's buying buying a nice ha- a nice house for a little bit of money. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and he, like by the way, I know what these drag queens make. He could make that three hundred fifty five thousand dollars in two years. Yeah, and have money to live still. Like yeah. Alyssa Edwards is bringing in nice cash. All right. Next, we go to the first rehearsal for the elite, the Beyond Belief elite company. Here we see that Keon, doing a dance. Okay, what we see him is like, again, I think it's shitty choreography. I'm, you know what? I'm, I have a friend who's a choreographer, like a professional Broadway choreographer. Uh-huh. I'm going to have her look at the dance. And I wouldn't subject her to looking at this show. I'm going to bring her on the show and interview her about like the quality of the dancing on this show. But she's so nice. I don't think she'd say anything mean. She'd be like, yeah, you know... This song—that's uh, what she would say. But, yeah. um, but like he's doing his shitty choreography, and then like Kiana, for I can't tell how, is messing up, and he's like, you know what, bitch, you go to the back. And you're right, yeah. the mom Angie, the mom is like, the mom is like sweating bullets. She's like trying to hold it back. Yeah, the mom Angie, she gets upset and she takes Kiana aside. Now, actually, I thought like she's really upset, but I thought what she told Angie was pretty good. Right? She was like, you know, he's like this with everybody. I don't know why he's picking you out, but you're really good. Don't sweat it, yada, yada, yada. Okay? She gives Kiana this a motivational speech, right? Then, Justin, Marcella, and then I think, what's the name of the, um, Celeste? Justin, Marcella, and Celeste, they break down what happened with Kiana, and they're sick of all the kids crying. By the way, this part pissed me off, Right? I don't know, maybe I'll talk about this some other time too as well. This Justin, as Alyssa Edwards, is such a fucking diva, can't show up anywhere on time, is constantly fighting with other drag queens, and like, then, but they're sick of all the bitching and crying. This Alyssa Edwards is the biggest diva out there. Yeah. And then, like, she's complaining about, you know, kids probably in the most emotional part of their lives as teenagers crying. Mm hmm. Like, I was, I was about to start crying because I was like, damn, I'm not doing good. I should go to the back. Shit. <laughs> like, like, I'm a, like, you know, like I told you, I'm a very mm-hmm. emotional person. I like the empathy. I was like, I feel for her. You mm-hmm. know, she even has to um, like walk out because she's crying. And then Justin's like, oh, why is she crying? She's acting like a baby, mm-hmm. you know? And I'm just like, you know, like have some compassion, like compassion is another main ingredient for success. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I do think she's picking... I wonder if they I wonder if they pulled World of Wonder shit and picked on Kiana on purpose because they knew how the mom was and how Kiana was and they would get that reaction. I don't know. Maybe she does just pick on Kiana. Yeah. Um, maybe that was completely genuine. It's hard to tell, but it did seem like she was picking on Kiana and not on anybody else. Because I couldn't even tell you what other kids are in the, the elite dance group. It's Kiana, a black kid, a boy, a black girl... Well, I don't know. The boy is what? Like Latino? He's some sort of Latino. I don't know yeah. what he is. He's... Well, have you seen that show on FX um, Pose? No, I haven't seen it yet. You like it? Oh, yeah. I, I'm I'm saying this on the record. Another record. Uh-huh. That was one of the best shows of 2018. Oh, wow. Yeah, I highly recommend it for you. The 80s music, the cinematography. Like, Ryan Murphy knows how, how to direct a really good show. But in the story, there is this, um, you know house mother and then the children mm-hmm. there is this house mother that was so mean to one of her children and she was like oh, well at the end of the at the se- at the series she was like i was like that 
because I saw myself in you and I wanted to make you tougher like how I was not. So do you think that could be happening? Yeah, because I'll be honest with you, I kind of related to this in that in sort of my teaching experience, I'm really mean to the kids I like the most. Yeah. Like actually, if I just kind of ignore you or I'm I'm just indifferent towards you, it's because I just... I'm indifferent towards you. Like, I don't yeah. care. But, like, that kid Armando, who I've sort of semi-adopted, like, when he's he was in, when he was one of my students, oh, my God, I was so fucking mean to him. Like, literally, like, yell at him and, like, did cruel... Not, I didn't do cruel things to him, but I expected more of him. Right? Yeah, you would push him because yes. that's what you... you Like, with the other kids, you probably saw, like, oh, you know, this is probably as far as it can go, but with... Armando, you're like, oh shit, he can go the distance. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he would get mad. He'd be like, oh, you're not, you're mean to me, and you're not mean to the other kid. And I'm like, yeah, because they're dumb. Yeah, you know, he's not dumb. So, um, yeah, yeah. So I kind of can relate to Justin there, and I kind of see, I, I, but I don't know, I don't know if I consider that a strength, and maybe that's a weakness in in me. Like maybe I should be tough on all the kids, uh, and not just the ones that. I favor, you know, I do, I think I play favorites too. I can, but it's weird. My favorites have nothing to do with whether they're hot or, you know, a boy. Like I have girl favorites too. I think it's the ones that I think show the most promise. And then I think, yeah. okay, they're the ones I can get the most out of. And they're going to, I'm going to be, they're, they're going to be my favorites. <laughs> Joe Batan's the dance mom. Yeah. Joe Batan's dance mom. <laughs> All right, next they go to the Roundup Saloon, and actually it's kind of vague why they go there, but she's, okay, Alyssa and her friends show up in a horse and carriage, and then she's shot, okay, they pull up in a full-on horse and buggy, yeah, and then Alyssa's like, and then she's in full Alyssa Edwards drag, and she's like, oh my god, I can't believe they're all taking pictures of me and surprised that I'm here. What's this reaction? I'm like, bitch, you just showed up in drag in a horse and carriage. I'm not going to lie that, it, like, another, that's fierce. Okay. The and, whole garment. And, look, notice how, I don't know if you know, her cape and her dress are beaded and, and fringed. Oh, going with your friend's theory. Yeah. Yeah. Now, what we learn is the Roundup Saloon, that's where they are, it's the location where Alyssa Edwards won her very first pageant called Miss Turtle Creek. It's there. So she goes in and she, everyone's like, oh, my God. It's, it's, it's clear that they said we're going to film something and there's going to be an appearance by Alyssa Edwards. So, like, every gay in the city is at yeah. the Roundup Saloon, right? And it's there at the Roundup Saloon that Alyssa meets a guy named J.C., Who's this like bearded Latino guy with a cowboy hat? And, I'm down. Yeah. Oh, you liked him. You're a big fan. Oh, he, he yeah. was cute. Yeah. And she meets JC. She thinks he's very handsome. So they line dance together on the dance floor, right? Then she goes, I got to go change outfits. And then they go to like this dirty bathroom and she changes outfits and her next outfits in the bathroom. Yeah. And then she comes out. And again, like I said, there's always going to be one big Alyssa Edwards dance number. And this is where she lip syncs to. A man, Shania uh, yeah, Shania Twain, man, I feel like a woman. And it's oh, a whole, this one's actually because World of Wonder set it up. The, did you notice there's only like five people on the dance floor and it's like a choreographed dance number that they film, yeah, like a music like, video. It's like, like, I'm watching it, like she's walking out of the, out of her dressing room or the bathroom or whatever and like people are in are in place yeah They're blocked yes you're right there's there's blocking and they they basically filmed a music video at this bar and she she lip syncs to feel like a woman um and so and then the, go the, ahead the blur effect on this one oh is out of control like you can't ba- you can barely see like which one's Alyssa? 
like which yeah like which like i can't see a face am i having a, a moment right yeah. now everyone should know if you haven't if you're li- i don't know why you're listening to this without watching it but so you can now obviously tell the blur effect is out of control in this it's distracting it's distracting. Yep. I don't know how people watch this show. Not a lot of times, I'm not even listening to what's going on because I'm so distracted by the blur. After I watched this music video, I called my doctor and asked if I can set up a glaucoma appointment <laughs> because I didn't know what was happening. I was frightened. I was spooked. <laughs> All right. After the feel like a woman dance number, we go to the mortgage company. We're like, again, everything happens like really fast on this show. Like. <laughs> Like in episode one, the Robbie and Neil say, "Will you help us get married?" And then three minutes later, they're at a full wedding. Right? They're married, and then this episode, they're looking, yeah. looking for a house. They're looking for a house. Like, oh, I'm gonna buy it. Yeah, she sees one house, and she goes, "All right, this is the one." And then, like it, five minutes, she sings a song, and then finally, she's like signing the papers, and they hand her the keys. And then she says that she gave them eighty thousand dollars cash. She, I feel like that's wow. a there's a tax problem with that. Did you just confess that you had $80,000 <laughs> cash in your closet and you didn't pay taxes on it? Wow. And you gave them $80,000 cash as a down payment on the house? She's and giving me – her boy look is giving me Valentina out of drag. Oh, yeah. You're right. In this in this piece, yeah, in this segment, she does. And they yeah. show up to sign the deal for the real estate for the, to buy the property. And, and that's where we – gay man. There's Philip, the black real estate agent. But then there's this other gay man named JT who – it's scary. He's scary looking, but I feel like Alyssa sort of calls him out, like reads him, because he's yeah. like, oh, look at you, girl. You got some work done. You got them lips done. He's like, uh. And you can tell that she got the lips done because she knew she was going to be on this Netflix show. Like, her skin is, JT's skin is so shiny. Her, like, her skin is porcelain. She's pulled back. Like, the it hair looks is like, like a hefty bag. Yeah, and the hair is slicked back, and then she her lips are gigantic, and you could tell like she went to the doctor like the weekend before because she's like, "Girl, I'm gonna be on Netflix, and I'm gonna look good on Netflix," and because she, she knew this was her five minutes, and then Alyssa Edwards calls her out on it. Yeah, that's kind of. But like, how old do you think that person is? Because I don't, I don't think they would have need like she could be twenty five like, or forty five. It, it looked. <laughs> It looks too much. Yeah, they. But every gay guy in this show doesn't look real. They look too. In fact, this is the weirdest thing. And if you're a Drag Race fan and you haven't watched the show yet, Justin might look. Well, no, JC looks the most real. But apart from yeah. JC, Justin Everyone might be. Everyone looks like Amanda Lepore. Yes, Justin might be the second most real looking human being. Yeah. Everyone else, you're right. Looks, yeah. Everyone else looks like a pulled back, super glittery, gay Amanda Lepore type. You're right. So anyway, Justin signs the paperwork and gets her keys. Any thoughts on this mortgage company act? Um, it was it was weird. It looked like it looked like a next. It looks like a next door buddy scene. Yeah, it did. So okay, it did actually. You're right. So now we're <laughs> gonna get to the part where you're talking about where we go to some sort of weird, um. Witchcraft. Like, well, it's like a like a like a not a bar, like a picnic area or something. Like a bonfire. Yeah, like a bonfire, and we meet Shelly. It's Justin is sitting there with Shelly. She's a former Beyond Belief mom, okay, whose kids obviously have grown up, and now she's just sort of Justin's friend. And she's there, and they're hanging out first, and they're just getting ready because then the all the dance moms from the elite company 
are coming over. I'm taking. I think it's only the older elite company moms. They're bringing over, and then of course they bring a whole shit ton of alcohol, and they start drinking and roasting marshmallows. And then that's when Justin starts asking questions like, "Who? What's your favorite thing about me?" Which is a weird question. But then he goes to, "What's your least favorite thing about me?" And that's when Angie goes all in. Angie remembers Kiana's mom. That's the one that Justin sent to the back and was really mean to. And they kind of have it out about Justin's treatment of Kiana. And then you can tell. I actually go ahead. Sorry, it's not just Angie's mom. Like when she starts getting all the other moms on board. They're like, yeah, you are hard on her. Yeah, and I think that was actually real. I think Justin thought that those moms would back him up. Yeah. But they all actually went in and said, like, no, you actually are really hard on Kiana. Um, One of the the moms was like, if you talk like that to my daughter, like – there was there would be no holding back, and I was like that that right there is real. That's not scripted. Oh, I, that's that, not I have like, you know. And I have to tell you something. I I'm being honest. I've not. I've only seen episodes one and two, but that seems like a reality show foreshadowing. Like I feel like episode yeah. three. She's gonna. She. I don't know who the mom is. That's like, how dare you say I don't take care of my daughter or something like that. I'm, like, I'm wondering. Yep, yep. And they. She's all red and all yeah. full of tears. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um. Okay. So next, after that segment, we go to a rehearsal where we meet Nick. I think he'll be important later because we don't really see much of him. But he's working. He and Justin are like warming up, and we meet a dance teacher named Nick. And then, because um, it, it's really just getting to the fact that JC, the guy that Justin met at that saloon when he sang "Man, I Feel Like a Woman" in a choreographed number, JC oh, has shown up to take Justin out on a date. All right. Yeah. Let's talk about this date. Sir Fetch, all I'm going to do right now is I'm going to give the basics of what happened on the date, and then we're going to break this date down. On the date, okay, on the way to the barbecue place, JC is super quiet. We learn he's a farmer, and he seems really uncomfortable. Okay, yeah. And I want to talk about why all of a sudden he's uncomfortable. Then at the date at dinner, he's not talking, and it's super uncomfortable. And we learn that JC has never been to a drag show. The first time he ever saw Alyssa was at that saloon. And even Alyssa says there's no chemistry between them. It's a really, really awkward date. Sir Fetch, give it to me. What are your thoughts on this date? I thought it was, I felt bad for JC because I don't know, like, but this all seemed very scripted because, like, you, they get into his truck and, like, the camera's already in there. Yeah. And I'm just like, I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And then they go out to eat and, um, like, they just edited it to high hell of how awkward that the date is going. And I'm just like, and no, it wasn't like, I I don't know. I just I, can't really put my finger on I it. think it was real, I but. like it. It seemed very yeah. out of place. Well, I think what's unfair about this is maybe JC was just really uncomfortable in front of the camera. Like, you're saying like, yeah. the, the camera's like, yeah, maybe that's why he's quiet. It's like, all of a sudden there's like. First of all, he's if, if it's true that he never seen Alyssa before that day, now he's seen this person out of drag. Like maybe he's maybe he maybe he's a tranny chaser. And I know people might get uh, people might get offended that I use that term. Aiden D, a, oh, Aiden D right now is clutching Aiden, her pearls. Oh God, her her pearls have been turned into dust. Yeah, she her pearls have been hard. turned into dust right now. She's I'm going to get a text message right now. But how dare I say tranny chaser? But um, maybe he likes uh transgender girls right yeah and he sees justin as a boy and he's just maybe not as into it right 
One. Or maybe he's just scared. Yeah, maybe he's scared of, of like, how how Justin looks out of out of drag. Yeah, he looks like a, like a like a, a a Gia monster. Is that what she calls a Gila monster? Gila monster, right? Beast. And then <laughs> um, and then also there's all these fucking cameras in his face, and he that must be like super awkward. Maybe he's just like already an uncomfortable person. Yeah. And now it's even more uncomfortable. So in a weird kind of way, I kind of give him a pass. But but you know what though. It is true that if if he's this uncomfortable, this is a smidgen of the life of Alyssa Edwards, you know. Oh yeah, if if he ever wanted to get in a relationship with her, there's Dracon, Dracon New York. There's yeah. the tours. There's all of that. Like he would have to get into line real quick if he wanted to be in her life. But what's really funny, and maybe it could be one of these things where it's like a, an arc. Maybe like right now there's no chemistry, but he comes back later. I don't know because here's why I think that they might be kind of nice to him. He kind of has the same background as RuPaul's husband. I don't really know the background of... RuPaul's um, husband is a rancher. Uh-huh. RuPaul's husband is very shy, does not like the limelight, uh, and is kind of uncomfortable around people. He looks like to be him and RuPaul. And oh, he okay. Was once, he just lets RuPaul be the star. He has no interest in any of the limelight or going to events or anything like that. He yeah. just prefer. He's Australian. And he just wants to live on his ranch in Montana or Wyoming or wherever it is. And RuPaul, I mean, they're married. They works for them. But, like, he has no interest in the limelight whatsoever. Wow. So that's what I'm saying. If RuPaul's an executive producer, I feel that she would be sort of sensitive to that. <laughs> RuPaul's still trying to find a way to worm her own personal struggles into <laughs> somebody else's life. Exactly. That's very RuPaul. All right. Finally, after that date, we go to, again, the lead-in to the next episode, which is the mini elite team rehearsals. The kids seem to be struggling during those rehearsals. Again, I can't tell how they're struggling because I don't get it. They seem to be doing as shitty as they did during the auditions, right? <laughs> And that's why this seems very contrived. And then the dance moms, for some reason, are really mad at Marcella. And they keep saying it's her job to clean up. I don't know what that means, clean up. Well, I think because they were talking about Marcella. Oh, my God, this little gay boy, man. Yeah. Jesus Christ. JJ. No, but they, uh, they're dancing in heels. So, like, I think Marcella, she was critiquing them. Mm -hmm. And then I think clean up is a dance term for saying, like, oh, Go clean it up. Go show us how it's done. Go oh, really? No, I think done. what it means is clean up means let's make sure they get the, the – this is not clean up. Make sure they get the steps down first, that they learn the routine. And then clean up is like – is like a, okay, like, okay, now that you got the routine down, you need to do this and you need to do that. And they're saying Marcella should – they should they shouldn't be making the decision whether – because here's what happens, everyone, is then – Justin is not happy with the way they're dancing in heels after one rehearsal and is like, you're not ready to go to Los Angeles. And everyone's like freaking out. The mom who has the speak to the manager haircut is freaking the fuck out. Kelly is freaking the fuck out. And then the episode ends. But they keep yelling at Marcella that that like basically she needs to do cleanup. This is her responsibility. And I think what they mean is like make sure the girls learn the steps and it's Marcella's job to then clean it up and then make the decision about going to Los Angeles. Why are you doing this? Now, the kids haven't even learned the routine. That's the impression yeah. that I get. It's kind of confusing. And then the episode ends and we're left on a cliffhanger about Justin telling them that the little kids are not going to go to Los Angeles. Yeah. Okay. That's the end of the episode. Sir Fetch, what were your thoughts overall on this episode? This episode was a lot more um, Justin heavy. Mm-hmm. Like, 
I know it's called Dancing Queens, but like there was hardly any dancing. Like, like yeah, there was the um, the rehearsals and everything. But like in this episode, we we got to know a lot about Justin. We got to go see his ghetto neighborhood. We got to see him look at a house. We got to see him buy a house. <laughs> yeah, in one episode, like it because it, it seemed to span a matter of a few days, and like so much happens in his life in just like a couple of days. Yeah. But, like, honestly, like, I'm kind of, like, living for, like, the mom drama, even though I, it's, like, this is the kind of TV I, I love to hate. Mm-hmm. Like, I love seeing these, these like, like, big old moms fight over their, their skinny petite daughters, like, which one's better than, than who. And I was mm-hmm. just like, okay, I'm really getting into it. And with the, like, addition of Justin and Alyssa's drama, I'm just like, it could really, like, this is really turning out to be a pretty, like, you know, Good show. All right. Uh, well, Sir Fetch, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, everyone should know that we're going to recap episodes three and four with Sirius XM radio host Larry Flick. He's going to be here with me recapping episodes three and four of Dancing Queen uh, with um, Ru- no, not RuPaul, with Alyssa Edwards. So uh, I don't know. I don't really have like a saying. For what should there be like? Should we do like like a drag race thing where like uh, like then like, I throw to you, Sir Fetch, and then uh, uh, you you uh, you you say something. Like, do you, do you have a saying that you want to say already? I don't really. Should we just end with a beast? Oh yeah, or a tongue pop? Yeah. Oh yes. All right. Let me moist. Let me. Okay. Get my mouth wet. All right. <laughs> All right, everyone. So uh, until next time, like I said, we're going to be doing uh, with SiriusXM radio host Larry Flick. We're going to recap episodes three and four. Uh, but until then, um, beast. <laughs>